Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And we're going to start it off with a little bit of news out of the heavyweight division. Uh, right off the bat, I'll let you know that Boxer, that's B-O-X-X-E-R, has signed uh, Joseph Parker. Yeah, let's emphasis uh, on the word former heavyweight champion, Joseph Parker. Uh, anyway, they signed him to a, an exclusive long-term promotional agreement. Uh, just so you know, his record is 30-2 and two, uh, with 21 knockouts. I mean, he's a big boy indeed. He's a former uh, representative of the New England, uh, New England, New Zealand squad at the Commonwealth and the Olympic Games. Um, he's currently ranked number four in the world by Ring Magazine, number two by W.O., and number three by WBC. But he merely clogs that heavyweight division. So, so as much as I'm going to say about that signing. We don't need it. Uh, we need fresh faces at the upper top echelon of the heavyweights. Anyway, speaking of the heavyweights, it was good to see Daniel Dubois make his way over to America and crush Trevor Bryan. Trevor Bryan, who held the WBA uh, heavyweight champ, uh, championship uh, title, is now dethroned. To quote our friends over Boxing247.com, Daniel Dubois bludgeoned Trevor Bryan in the fourth round to take the WBA world heavyweight title over in Miami. Just 24 years of age, Dubois was in charge right from the first bell, and the previously unbeaten Brian offered up little in return fire. The Leonard did not rush his work, and Brian was obviously rocked in the third by a flurry of heavy shots, and there was a left hook in the fourth that floored Brian and rendered him unable to continue. There you go. And we have a new heavyweight champ. All right, speaking of good fighters out of Britain, Richard uh, Rick Poor. Uh, Went toe-to-toe against Fabio Turchi at the OVO Arena in Wembley. Uh, so let's have a quick read here. A superb second-round body shot sent Fabio Turchi to the canvas uh, in Boxer's main event of the evening, ensuring that the next stop for the midnight train, Richard Rickpour, who's 15-0 now with 11 knockouts, will be for a world title. Uh, his, he plays his cards, right? Anyway, it was uh, aired live and exclusively on Sky Sports over in the UK. The main event saw London man uh, report drop at least her cheek after just five minutes of fighting. Uh, his opponent, uh, opponent's corner throwing in the towel in recognition that their man was finished. It was the first time Turchi had ever been stopped and achievement underlining Rippor's quality. Now ranked number two with the IBF as a result of this victory. Rippor can be the next challenger. Uh, for the world champion, Marius Bredes. Yes, that's for sure. In other uh, results of that evening, by the way, uh, Lauren Price, uh, former Team, Team GB member, uh, beat her opponent, uh, Val Gadur, Gudston Dieter. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, no offense to the young lady, but uh, boy, that's, that's, a, that's a doozy of a name. All right, uh, moving along, other undercard news there. Zach Shelley defeated Jermaine Brown. Um, uh, Vidi Radai, uh, Riley defeated uh, Joni Valu. Uh, Chris Conga defeated Sebastian Fornella. Jimmy Lee beat uh, Ricky Starkey. And one of the uh, knockout uh, of, the, of the week winners uh, yesterday, as claimed by uh, Mike Orr and Cedric Ben, Jamie uh, TKV, or maybe it's Jimmy, TKV, and he's now 2-0, one knockout, made a huge statement with a devastating knockout in the very first round of his bout with Jake Darnell. Uh, pushing Darnell from the very first bell, 
TKV was able to consistently land shots to both the body and head, wearing down a tough opponent that had only been previously stopped by Olympic medalist Fraser Clark before connecting with a destructive one-two that rendered his opponent unable to meet the count. Jamie TKV has shown he has dy dynamite power on the big stage and in only his second professional fight and has put every British heavyweight on notice as a result. Did I just say heavyweight? There we go again. Uh, good to see Ebony Jones back in the ring. She beat uh, Beck Connolly. That, that must have been uh, interesting for British fans. Um, Ebony Jones uh, put on an explosive performance on her way to a shutout victory over six rounds, landing clubbing shots in the first and last round, uh, while also managing the pace and controlling the distance in the quarter portions of the fight. Jones looked seriously close to getting stoppage at multiple points across the fight, but Connolly showed toughness and grit to make it to the final bell. Ebony Jones successfully bounced back from a draw in her last fight before tonight, showing why she deserves to be talked about as part of the new generation of British women's boxing. Shannon Ryan defeated uh, Gemma Ryuk. Shannon Ryan put on a mature performance to cruise to perfect points victory in her fast-paced fight with Gemma Ryuk, where Ryan walked away as a 40-36 to 36 winner. Watford's Shannon Ryan varied her offense across the fight, firing to the head and body with both hands and countering Ryuk's shots with perfect timing. Ryan is seriously exciting, upcoming force in women's boxing and looks for a star-studded career. Hmm. I'm sure she does. All right, well, there you go. There's some uh, great news, as I said, uh, out of the UK and a big, big fight that took place at the OVO Arena. Let's move now over to Madison Square Garden, the Hulu Theater, where a very interesting fight took place between Edgar Berlanga and Alexis Angulo. Super middleweight contender Edgar, the chosen one, Berlanga, didn't get the knockout, but in front of Puerto Rican faithful, he got the job done. Berlanga is now 20-0 with 16 knockouts. Uh, defeated two-time world champion challenger Alexis Angulo, who's now 27-3 and by unanimous decision over 10 rounds in front of 4,000-odd fans at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden in New York, in New York City. Uh, it was Berlanga's first headlining appearance on the eve of Puerto Rican Day Parade, a tradition made popular by 2022 International Hall of Fame inductee Miguel Cotto. What made this fight particularly interesting was the, let's call it the near bite. Let's read the paragraph. While Berlanga rose to fame following 16 first round knockouts to start his career, he won this fight by boxing and using his jab to offset the plodding and aggressive Angulo. And Angulo uppercut bloodied Berlanga's nose in the fourth, and Berlanga appeared to attempt to bite Angulo in the seventh. Berlanga landed clean left hooks and right hands in the ninth and tenth round, but the, his Colombian foe ate all the shots and kept coming. Said Berlanga, mentally, I felt good. I felt happy the whole training camp. I moved to training camp in Puerto Rico and couldn't be more grateful to my island training. I did a full camp for this fight, and you see the difference tonight. He was throwing elbows, and I was about to do a Mike Tyson on him. He kept throwing his elbows. I didn't want to get cut. And Gulo said, I think we both had a solid performance. He's a young fighter. He's a strong fighter. But nonetheless, I think we both did well. I think I did better than him. Elsewhere on that card, we saw a LeBron clash. Junior Wilton lightweight division, Henry LeBron, LeBron defeated Louis LeBron uh, in an all-LeBron bowl. Um, in the junior featherweight division, Victor Santillan uh, defeated Carlos Carabello. In the junior welterweight division, Dakota Linger uh, beat Yossi Vargas, lightweight division, Armini Amestica beat 
Elicio Villalobos in the featherweight division, Orlando Gonzalez beat Pablo Cruz. And junior welterweight division, Omar Rosario's beat uh, Hula Rosa. Lightweight division, Frivian Gonzalez defeated Refugio Manteleno. And in the flyweight division, Christina Cruz beat Marigouin Villaniga. Uh, former U.S. amateur star Cruz used her jab to counter the aggressive Villaniga in the opening fight of the evening. It was a rematch of the November 2021 fight, which Cruz also won by unanimous decision. So we'll see more competition from those young ladies going forward. Let's move across the continent to uh, California, taking place at the Honda Center in Anaheim this past weekend. Jaime Munguia beat Jimmy Kelly, I believe, former world champion and undefeated Mexican superstar. Jaime Munguia, now 40-0, and 0, with 32 knockouts, returned to Anaheim's Honda Center as he took on former world title challenger Jimmy Kilrain Kelly. He was now 26-3 and three with 10 knockouts, fighting out of Manchester. The scheduled 12-rounder uh, in the super middleweight uh, division uh, started off slow as Kelly maintained his distance and waited for Mungia to attack. The strategy continued throughout the fight. Happy to be the aggressor, Mungia landed strong power punches as Kelly tried and often failed to counter. By the fifth round, however, Kelly desperate began a display of holding. Mungia attacked, dropping him three times to be declared the winner by knockout at the two minute 57 marker. So there you go. Elsewhere, just by the way, on that particular card, the Pride of Chihuahua, Oscar Duarte returned to fight in the US for the first time since 2019 against Mark Machati Baldanez uh, out of the Philippines. Uh, it was a crowd pleaser with both fighters willing to exchange blows. However, Duarte proved to have more power as he knocked out uh, Benaldez at 205 of the fifth round. Elsewhere, Yocasta Yoka Valle out of San Jose, Costa Rica, successfully defended her world title for the fifth time in spectacular fashion when she defeated Los Angeles' Lorraine Villalobos. Uh, Valle was relentless in the 10-round fight, winning all rounds with scores of 100 to 90 via unanimous decision. Carlos Ortiz uh, scored an upset victory over Evan Sanchez, who's now 11-1. Uh, the Mexican uh, beat uh, the fighter out of uh, California in uh, their eight-round super welterweight event, uh, but the, the fight the fight did not go the distance, uh, and the fight was ended at uh, at it and went by the referee when uh, Sanchez got caught and Ortiz put the pressure on, dropping Sanchez to the canvas, ending the fight at 2:59, uh, winning the fight via knockout. Uh, the Golden Boy Fight Night Mungia versus Kelly prelims was headlined by Carlos Ocambo of uh, Mexico as he defeated Vincent Rodriguez. And Pinpon Reyes out of Mexicala, Mexico, dominated Moises Flores out of Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh, so some good results out of uh, California. Let's move uh, back across to the other side of the continent where we saw Bakodir Jalalov versus Jack Malawaya, undefeated heavyweight knockout artist Bakadir Jalalov took his time on Friday night, but ultimately closed the show in dramatic fashion with an eight-round knockout over Jack Mulawai in the main event of the Showbox, the new generation telecast, taking place at the Turning Stone Resort in Casino, and Casino in Verona, New York, that helped kick off the International Boxing Hall of Fame induction weekend. That was taking place in nearby uh, Canastota, New York. Known as the Big Uzbek, 
a six foot seven Jalalov, a two time Olympian and 2020 gold medalist from Uzbekistan, improved to a perfect 11 0 with 11 knockouts when he landed a huge left hand that sent him all the way, 11 3 1, by the way, flat on his back in the eighth and final round. Wow. What a punch that must have been. In the co main event, undefeated Dominican heavyweight prospect George Arias, 18 0, by the way, seven knockouts, won a tactical duel over the previously unbeaten Alante Green, who's now 10-1-1, via split decision with scores of 78-74, 77-75, in favor of Arias, and 77-75 for Green. So yet more uh, news from the heavyweight division. In the, op- in the telecast opener, undefeated lightweight prospect Chad Thompson, who we uh, featured last week, now is 11-0 with eight knockouts, but on a boxing display, bruising, battering, and eventually breaking down the previously undefeated Tyler Tomlin, 13-1 with nine knockouts, en route to a fifth-round technical knockout. Uh, I think it's there. And, uh, oh, that was an event promoted by DiBella Entertainment, um, whose owner, by the way, Lou DiBella, is a 2020 Hall of Fame inductee and will be formally inducted along with the class of 2021 and 2022 uh, on, on Sunday, this past Sunday, that is. So he has been inducted. Good for him. Uh, let's have a quick look here. The Wednesday Base pro- Professional Boxing Outfit held their own show. What are we talking about here? Oh, yes. Liam Davies. We spoke a lot last week about Liam Davies. Uh, he was going up against Mark Leach. And uh, and it looks like Telford's Liam Davies ran out uh, deserved victor in his quest for Lord Lonsdale belt as he became the first boxer from the town to pick up a British title. The 26-year-old Box superbly to rip the belt from holder Mark Leach's grasp with a performance that will send shockwaves throughout the super bantamweight division. Potentially, they're talking about the United Kingdom. Uh, Birmingham's Ijaz Ahmed, third contest with Kaize Kadimi, also for the British title, ended in a draw. And the appetizer for that Frank Warren main course was served at the H Street the night before, as all four home fighters were victorious. Birmingham's Jarrett Doherty opened the show and his pro camp with a win over Manchester's Josh Cook. Um, and Stoke cruiser Rob Fletcher survived a, f- a few hairy moments against Cameroon counterpart Christian Adjufak. Returning to the ring after the four-year absence, Big Fletch ate a few too many left hooks as he and his team's liking, but weathered the early stone to record a 40-36 victory. That must have been a good night. Alrighty, let's have a quick uh, look here and see what happened over in Maine. Uh, we mentioned uh, Brendan the Cannon Berry last week. Well, he scored his biggest win to date and captured his second Universal Boxing Organization as a UBO belt on Saturday night. In front of his passionate fans coming in from West Forks, Barry beat undefeated one Manuel Witt to lift the vacant UBO International Super Welterweight title at the Community Center, and that took place in Skohegan, Maine, USA. Um, let's see, there's no, there's no other results mentioned in this particular story. Uh, let's have a quick look here. Uh, no, nothing. So let's move along. Uh, oh, okay. A relatively funny story. Uh, this is coming in to you from India, where boxing is certainly picking up in popularity. Let's see the, the, the headline. 
Miraj wins UBO Asia Pacific title in Noida in bizarre circumstances, reads the headline. I have to say this from the outset. Ramaya Sports Academy in Noida, India. This is where this fight took place. While the result didn't come about in a manner that anyone had hoped, Indian Niraj hardly put a foot wrong and through and is the new Universal Boxing Organization, UBO Asia Pacific Super Welterweight Champion. On Saturday night in Noida, his opponent, Maksadul Rana, hailing from Bangladesh, came out throwing wild haymakers, hitting mostly air, while Nariz, sorry, Niraj quickly adjusted and avoided the punches with ease. Suddenly, Rana informed referee Rahul Sharma that he didn't want to continue without being hit by any of the punches of consequence being thrown or appeared to be injured. And just like that, the fight was waved off at 1 minute 55 seconds of the first round. It was a highly bizarre ending and an unfortunate one for Mr. Niraj, who's now 5-2 and two with five knockouts. It's bizarre, so I don't think this counts as a knockout, but maybe it did. Who deserved a more game opponent and obviously has no fault. The show is promoted by Dwarka Pro Boxing Promotion, who put on a fine event and also deserved a better effort from the visiting title challenger. So there you go. And last item uh, coming to you from Dudley, England, a place called The Venue. Dale Flute is planning to go with the flow on his ring return after debuting with a stoppage victory last time out. He's looking to impress again when BCB Promotions stage another show at The Venue in Dudley with a Friday night fight set for June 17th. Flute sprang into action under the same lights on March 4th, eventually halting Josh Hodgkins in the third of their four scheduled rounds. Hodgkins touched down the second before coming under fire in the ropes during the third, forcing referee's intervention. Uh, said Flute, for one reason or another, it never happened. I was had Paul Go, Warren Davies, or Steve Hoffman in my corner. Everything Richie told me on my debut was spot on. So I, just a case of me shutting my mouth, listening, and putting that into practice. I had some mixed emotion at first. I felt a bit weird. having me out of the ring for so long. But then the bell went, and it was all normal again. That's the first stoppage I've ever had, amateur or pro. So to top off the win, that was a great feeling. He was a tough opponent and a competitive contest. So let's uh, look forward to some upcoming fights. Better be versus uh, Joe Smith. We've got Rodriguez uh, versus Rung Weisel. Uh, Hatton's going up against Barrera, uh, a big run in the heavyweight division. Again, uh, Fury versus Hunter. That's one we anticipate. That's taking place, by the way, in July 2nd, so in a few weeks. Uh, Dirk Jezora going up against Pulev. Uh, again, heavyweight battles uh, to try and unclog then uncloggable heavyweight division. And uh, anyway, let's see what those results will be in the upcoming month, and, and maybe we'll see some uh, new fighters rise to the top, as we all hope will happen in all divisions. All right, Boxing Fight fans, thank you very much for joining us here on Talk and Fight for Boxing News today. Um, I see I've been with you for a while. Uh, thank you for joining me. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. I'll see you later on at 4 o'clock with Mike Gore at 4 and Cedric Van for another episode of Knuckle Up.